in case you didn't get the hint, today is Good Shepherd Sunday. <laughs> and it comes around every year at about this time. In my seven plus years as a priest, I have made it an informal tradition to begin my Good Shepherd sermons with a few sheep jokes. So these are the best of the bunch. So you better enjoy them because next year you're going to be groaning even more. What kind of car does a sheep like to drive? A Lamborghini. <laughs> I think I enjoy these more than you guys do, actually. What do you call a religious sheep? A Baptist. Why are sheep such bad drivers? They always make illegal U-turns. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> what do you get when you cross an angry sheep with a moody cow? An animal that's in a bad mood. <laughs> okay. Outside the walls of ancient Rome, there are catacombs, some dating as far back as the second century, where early Christians buried their dead in underground tombs. Over the course of a few hundred years, they dug deeper and deeper into the earth as more people died, eventually creating miles of mazes and tunnels underground. Now, the walls of these tunnels consisted of something like stacked cubby holes or shelves where loved ones were placed so people could visit them to pray and to leave mementos. Also, large open rooms were dug where families or communities could gather to celebrate liturgies. In those rooms are drawings that you can still see today, a sort of ancient Christian graffiti. And one of the earliest images we have of Jesus is drawn on many of those walls. He is depicted as the Good Shepherd with a lamb nestled around his shoulders. I think it's telling that one of the first ways Jesus was understood by his followers was as a shepherd. The frescoes in those catacombs predate the establishment of the crucifix as a common symbol of our faith. Jesus as the good shepherd shows up centuries before imagery of Christ the King or Christus Rex became widespread. Why is this so important? Well, first of all, such pastoral imagery would have been familiar to a people living in agricultural societies. And apparently, those first Christians wanted to depict Jesus as someone who cared for them, who watched over them and called out to them in their time of need. Maybe for a people suffering under Roman rule and living in tough times, Jesus on the cross was too harsh and incomprehensible. Christ the King, too remote. They needed a tender deity, a comforter, and a guide. They knew shepherds and understood the work they did tending to their flocks. Also in those days, remember, there still was not a settled theology about who Jesus was, about how he was both God and man, nor had a resolution been reached about the nature of the Holy Trinity. So instead, these early Christians consoled themselves with the image of Jesus as the Good Shepherd. Even in those first centuries of our faith, our relationship to Christ came from feeling we were loved 
and knowing we were not alone. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Today's gospel passage, as well as Psalm 23, are a balm and a comfort. Relax, Jesus tells us, I've got you safe. I am the good shepherd. I've got your back. (laughs) Jesus can talk in sheep language. Um, And I know we've all got our own troubles, money worries, health problems, concerns about our loved ones, our world and our future. So we need to return every once in a while to that pasture in our mind, to hear the voice of Jesus, which calls to us and soothes us. Now I'd like to invite you to join me in a little exercise. This might make you a little uncomfortable, but try to bear with me. First of all, if you will, close your eyes. Relax. And take a deep breath. Keep breathing slowly. Now imagine that you're on a beautiful grassy hill and it's a warm summer day. A light breeze is blowing and you don't have a care in the world. You're happy as can be. Oh, and also, imagine you're a sheep. In fact, you can go ahead and baa if you want to. (laughs) But keep your eyes closed. Your face is close to the ground and you're chewing on the most delicious green grass you've ever had. And on the breeze from just behind you, you hear the voice of your shepherd, the voice of Jesus, gently calling to some sheep who's wandered off. Maybe it's Anne Louise again. (laughs) Or John. Now the thing about being a sheep is you're always hungry. So you need to know that your shepherd is around and will take care of you. Leading you to new pastures when it's time to move on. That's why you baa so much. To check and make sure he's there. Some of you sheep are playful and affectionate frolicking around, butting heads, knowing that your shepherd loves you and all is well. But some of you sheep can also be stubborn. You don't want to listen to the voice of the good shepherd calling you to move on because you're stuck on the absolute best patch of grass to chew on. You just found it. Or you're tired and just not in the mood to do what it takes to get going on your journey. So Jesus comes and nudges you along with his staff, And you eventually respond. And some of you sheep get easily scared. You hear a noise in the bushes and your head darts up. Your heart starts pounding and you're sure that it's the end. You're so scared and don't know what to do. You start shaking and sweating under all that wool. And so you cry out to Jesus and cry out to Jesus until his voice whispers in your ear, It's okay. I'm right here. And you immediately feel calm again and you settle back down to eating. This is your life when you trust in the voice of Jesus to guide you and care for you. Even the scariest times can be made easier when you ask him for help. He is there when you feel happy or stubborn. He's a comfort when you feel alone. Always rely on his voice to guide you on your journey to greener pastures.
You can keep your eyes closed or open them as you, as you wish. But just like sheep, we humans are not perfect. Sometimes we go astray. We hear a cow in the neighboring pasture call out, Don't be happy with what you've got. You need more money. You need more moolah. And we wander off into that pasture and get lost till we can't hear the voice of Jesus calling out to us. There are so many distractions in our lives that keep us from hearing the voice of the Good Shepherd. We get too busy like the bees. We buzz around and don't have time to heed the shepherd. Or we listen to the owl up in the tree. Ooh, does that shepherd think he is? You're wiser and you know better than he does. So do what you want. Whenever we wander away from the flock of Jesus, we become vulnerable. We can fall into a ravine of low self-esteem without the voice of our shepherd telling us how wonderful we are. Or worst of all, we encounter a pack of wolves that eat away at us. Anger, jealousy, greed, resentment, inferiority, lies, and ego. Should you ever go astray or feel utterly lost or distracted by the voices of this world that call out from all directions, stop, stop, and listen for the voice of Jesus calling you back to your true self. Make your way back to the fold. Jesus promises to find us when we get lost. He will leave the other 99 sheep to retrieve us because each of us is precious to him. Jesus will never let us go. When we call out to him, he will hear us. The good shepherd's voice will bring us back to the fold because we belong to Christ. We are his. Take comfort in these words. Whenever you feel lost or distracted, stop and come back to your true home. You can open your eyes now. People in the first centuries of Christianity heard that voice, so they marked the walls of their catacombs with images of the Good Shepherd as a reminder of his comforting presence even unto death. Today, we listen for it throughout our lives, perhaps most importantly when we are near our life's end. Psalm 23 is prayed countless times at sick beds and at funerals. Its beautiful imagery of the Lord as our shepherd of greener pastures, of God's goodness and mercy, present present to us all the days of our life. All these words comfort us in our sorrow and sense of impending loss. And in our Episcopal Church, a final prayer is said by the priest at the time of someone's death. At last rites, a commendatory prayer that may be the last prayer we ever hear. Into your hands, O merciful Savior, we commend your servant. Acknowledge we humbly beseech you a sheep of your own fold, a lamb of your own flock, a sinner of your own redeeming. Receive them into the arms of your mercy, into the blessed rest of everlasting peace, and into the glorious company of the saints in light. The voice of the Good Shepherd calls to us now and at the moment when we pass over into greener pastures. May we always know the enfolding love that comes from grazing in the flock of Christ's own, tended by our watchful God. Amen.